Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's impossibly awkward when people sing happy birthday to you. Like, what do you, what are you meant to do with your hands? And <laughs> like, you just smile and sit there and you're like, well, happy Wait, birthday, happy birthday. It's my uh, birthday. For all this time I've been saying uh, it's me with my 17-year-old daughter. It's now me with my 18-year-old daughter. We yeah, can, when does it become... We, we can go out for a drink afterwards. When does it become, like, devoid of content? Do you know what I mean? When does it become well, not it interesting the, anymore? Uh, when does it become not interesting anymore? It could be this week. They're 18 years old. So on the last episode, <laughs> well, episode 36, actually. Episode 36. 36. So you, you said you had something a bit quirky, or is that oh, was that it? No, that wasn't it. But you can't say it. you think <laughs> I've got something quirky because then it looks like we planned it. No, I was just saying that I'm sad that I'm not 18 anymore because one, it's like the uncontrollable passage of time and stuff, and like everyone's getting older every day. But also, Dancing Queen, young and sweet, only 17. So now I'm like old and bitter. You're older than Dancing Queen. Mm. Oh, blimey! So do you want an, uh, one of these jokes, or do we not need one this week? No. Jerk me up. Okay, this is a joke from a comedian called Adele Cliff. Uh, a woman? A woman, yes. Women can't be comedians. Well, Women aren't funny. Well, you'd have thought not, but this one, she says... It's very uh, modern. She, anyway, Adele Cliff says, I'm super competitive, which is like being competitive, but better. <laughs> Another comedian called Olaf Falafel says, when I, find out, when I found out the amusement park was taking photos of me on their rides without my permission, I was fluming. <laughs> that's, that's quite funny. That's another one of your dad yeah. jokes for you. Um, should we start? Let's. Now, interestingly, on the way over, you plugged your phone into the socket on the car. Yeah, because, well, it's an ARX card. Aux Everyone cord. just calls it, like, do you have an ARX? Like, you've got an ARX card, like, it's a thing. Um, and I didn't realise that we could do it in our car, but you can. So I've got an ARX card. And you were saying that once everybody's got an aux cord and they can put their own music from the phone straight through the uh, car speakers, that's the end of radio. Nobody will listen to radio again. I did not. I didn't say it like that. Makes for a more controversial piece if I did say that. So I'll let you have it. Yes, you said that's the end of radio. We can. I put my aux cord in. They said. There, that's the end of radio. You did. It's exactly what you said. I've just destroyed radio. And you're not alone in that because the Today programme, which is the programme on Radio 4 in the morning, you'll have never heard it. But if speech radio comes on... Oh, I turn it off. Yeah, you turn it I off. I don't like... I think that the car is a really good place to just kind of not be connected to anything. 
Like, I think that's why people enjoy driving, because you can't do anything else, so it's nice to just have music on. The people at Radio 4 uh, agree with you, because their audience, the uh, average age is, I think it's something like 54, 55 years old, and that's, and that's the average age uh, of Radio 4. So they've started putting out a podcast, a Today programme podcast called Beyond Today. It's not had fantastic reviews. It was a 20-minute single-issue show about the budget. Did you know there was a budget? Earlier I didn't week? know there was a budget. Well, there was a budget. And there was a 20 What's min- the budget for? The budget is to decide on tax policy and welfare and that sort of stuff. The idea is that they're going to get people listening to speech radio and get, and get a younger generation, because it's a podcast. No, yeah, younger generations do listen to podcasts, but calling something a podcast and ha- like having it on the radio doesn't make it a podcast. Well, no, it wasn't. it's not on the radio. It is an actual podcast. Yeah, but I mean, like... That makes it a podcast. Yeah, no, yeah. If Radio 4 has, like, this podcast 20 minutes and stuff, people like podcasts because they're good podcasts. Do you know what I mean? Not just because they're podcasts. Does that make sense? Well, yes, it does make sense. What you're saying is they'd have to do the podcast about something other than the news. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. means it destroy What they're trying to do is get people interested yeah. in the news. So what you're saying is it's an impossible mission, really. Fast fashion. Now, uh, your birthday today, I noticed a fair amount of fast fashion. I got clothes. Uh, well, got, no, I don't know how bad Max has said that. I don't think they're that bad. Well, no, they're not that bad, but it's still, you know... Fast fashion, you, yeah. You've got stuff from Max Spencer's and Topshop and Urban Outfitter. Urban Outfitters don't use fast fashion, I'm pretty sure, because it's like How do you define individual fast brands. fashion? Oh, I mean, like, big factories where they turn stuff out all the time and um, most of them use child labour. And what or, do you, pay people incorrect mm. amounts and stuff like they don't mm. pay people the living wage or a minimum wage and usually it's all imported from other countries and you're saying urban outfitters just have small suppliers th- well no i don't know because a lot of urban outfitters is like individual brands within there so i don't know how they do it but at the end of the day it's still fast fashion oh yeah isn't it? it's all yeah. fast fashion it's all it's all fast fashion interesting enough the, the women's institute which is an, an old august organization it's been going for years and years it's had a bit of a revival hasn't it the yeah the women's institute has got a lot of, you know more younger members now it's but a bit cooler now it's slightly cooler um the but the women's institute uh, is calling for a return to the thrifty ways of wartime mm. see during wartime they used to have those those posters yeah no I remember, make, do wardrobe, amend. make do and mend that was a big thing you shouldn't mm-hmm. be buying new clothes uh, all the time and they're trying to i do try and buy stuff that's more from like like i'll take anna's clothes and i'll wear those anna's my older sister i do try and go into charity shops and stuff sometimes and there's like depop i don't know if you've heard of that What's Depop? It's like um, an online marketplace where you can sell your clothes and you can buy other people's clothes. So it's kind of like, it's like charity shops, but there it's a lot cooler. So people often like... And have you change. done that or are you going to Yeah, do no, that? I've brought stuff from Depop before. You order it online. It's like a charity shop, but someone's already picked yeah. out all the good stuff. Well, I'll tell you the advice that the uh, WI have, and that is think about buying less clothing. Yeah. Fewer clothes, less clothing. Think fewer about buying less clothing. fewer clothes. Yeah, but you can't have less of a clothing. Yeah, less clothing. Clothing is a, as a concept, uh, okay. less of okay. it. And when you do purchase clothes, try and buy them from second-hand sources. So that would be like Depop, wouldn't it? And also uh, charity shops. The Women's Institute is concerned at the impact on the oceans of yeah. trillions of plastic fibres. the plastic. Released each week in the UK from washing synthetic clothing. It's the plastic. It's the plastic. You don't even know about this plastic stuff. No. And the other thing is, will you be... One of your items, and this is from Topshop... 
Now, we all know that the head of Topshop is... Bad, bad, bad. Bad on so many levels. But honestly, it's such a good dress. Sir, Sir Philip Green. So will you... It's great. It's like black. It's got like buttons on it. It's very it, good. It's lovely. It's lovely. No, but, I know, I know. This is it. I'm... I'm gonna. I do. No, I am trying to make a conscious effort to not and not buy as many clothes. I'm trying hard. I guess you've got to. Also, when you're wearing stuff, when you're talking about like wearing stuff more than once, and I was saying that I do wear my clothes more than once. There's a lot of pressure with like celebrity culture to never post a picture wearing the same outfit twice. Do you know what I mean? Not with me, but like. So it's an Instagram thing. Well, it kind of is. But not with me, because I have, like, no followers. But <laughs> So, like, Kate Middleton, she wore the dress that she wore to um, Meghan Markle's wedding. Meghan Markle's wedding, gosh, Harry's wedding. Harry's wedding to Meghan. Their wedding. The royal wedding. Yeah, yeah. A royal wedding, I don't know. The dress that Kate Middleton wore to Harry and Meghan's wedding, she'd already worn once before. And so I think that that's a really good thing to show that like wearing the same thing more than once. Or like, I think it was David Tennant who wore the same outfit before on the Graham Norton show and then he went back on the Graham Norton show and wore the same outfit again. And it's like, yeah, that's a good thing because it's showing you don't have to be wearing something new absolutely every time you're photographed. It's hard because it's like you're trying harder, but, but also people, you can't do anything but try your best. So should we talk about Apu uh, a little bit? This is uh, it's been quite a widely advertised story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apu, yeah, I hadn't been... even really heard of it until you mentioned it to me. Yeah. Well, so um, I'm out of touch. Okay, well, let me tell you about Apu then. There was uh, a comedian in America who did a little video called "The Problem with Apu," just sort of uh, playing into the current prejudices and things. Talked about the fact that uh, Apu was a racial stereotype, which obviously it is a racial stereotype. Yeah, yeah. It's an Asian guy running uh, a quickie mart, and as as we know, oh, that episode though, where he's like um, the one where he sings the song, where he's like. The I, I love the quickie I mark. love the quickie I love the quickie mark. God, it's so yes. funny, Simpsons. There's lots and lots of funny. I mean, the Simpsons has been going for how long? Twenty nine years now. Yeah, ever since I've never known a world without Simpsons. No, you haven't. That's absolutely true. Yeah. Um, and I can remember first catching on to the Simpsons, which had probably been going about six months to a year. It feels like home, does the Simpsons? Like mm. you can watch the Simpsons in any country, anywhere, and it feels. It's unbelievable. Like the Simpsons is just one of the most fantastic things. Oh, it's absolutely ever. brilliant. Much better than any of because I've watched Family Guy and I've also watched South Rick Bob. and Morty and um, Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers and Rick and Morty both are really really funny, especially Bob's Burgers. If you've not seen that, you've no. seen Bob's Burgers. Well, no, you, you. I think it was the other one that you Rick told and me Marty, to watch, which I, I didn't like Bob. at all. Yeah, it's I mean, a bit I, weird for you, maybe. Maybe. But I, Bob's Burgers is a bit more like classic. Bob's Burgers is absolutely hilarious. Like, but still nothing compared to The Simpsons. No. Not um, in the same scope. I've never met anyone who's like, I don't like The Simpsons, because it's just so... Well, anyway, for all those 20, 29, years <laughs> of the, 29 years of The Simpsons, Apu has been one of the characters who runs the Quickie Mart. Uh, then this American comedian called uh, Harry Kondabolu made this video called The Problem with uh, Apu, and it went viral, etc., 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 uh, pointing out there was a, it was uh, a racial stereotype. The character was written by uh, one white Jewish guy, Matt Groening, and voiced by another, Hank Azaria. Hugo Rifkind in The Times points out that uh, he, a third white Jewish humorist, 
uh, albeit uh, a much cheaper one, is now writing about it, saying that really, really, what is the problem with Apu? Yeah. Uh, aside from the fact that he is, uh, there's a white guy putting on the voice of the Asian mm. shepherd. But what is the problem in that he's actually a bit of a hero? Yeah, yeah. Know? It's not like he is the villain. That's the problem. If he was he's always not the Fabian villain, and he's not. Um, he's also not like two dimensional. Like he's an actual proper character that people love. Do you know what I mean? It's he's not you know how sometimes they like always have the Asian character as a terrorist and that's like, yeah, it's wrong because not everyone who's Asian is a terrorist, but he has his own storylines, he has he's not just the guy who runs the quickie mat, he does have other yeah. stuff. And they don't make him something too virtuous. No, uh, no. You know, for instance, you know, he's selling out of date ham and uh, you know, <laughs> charging too much for the slushies and, and, and all that sort They're of stuff. They're not called slushies though, what are they called? Slurpees or something. Squishies, no. squishies, 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 squishies yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing about The Simpsons is we've hardly watched it for probably about five or six years. I Mm. see the odd episode now and then, sometimes at six o'clock. It's on uh, Sky One and it's still great, but the old episodes are much, much greater. Uh, But anyway, they're killing off Apu, which, you know, which is sort of symptomatic of the fact that people will now sort of overreact there's a, there may be a certain amount of Quickly. offense yeah there may be a certain amount of offense or people worry that somebody might be offended and yeah. then it's gone i mean to, to my view has always been and i've argued this with various bosses of various radio stations if people want to be offended fine let them let yeah, them be it offended depends. like it yeah, I do understand that, but it's like it's not good to offend people if you know that something's going to offend someone. Do you know what I mean? If you get a tattoo of a swastika, mm. then yeah, it's going to offend people. But this is not that. No, precisely. But offending people for the sake of offending people is not okay. But offending people if it's funny is okay. I think as long. No, but who is it funny to? Having a swastika tattooed on your body would be funny to some people. Sometimes no people. I think that's a statement. School, boys at school will say things that they think are funny and the other boys will find it funny, but they're not. It's just offensive and really rude. Well, I think that's a judgment call, isn't it? Have, yeah, I think you've just got to uh, decide. But I think if it's, if it's genuinely... Yeah, but who is it funny to? Um, well, I think if it's genuinely universally if it's funny, un- like... Okay, like Apu, but if it's only funny to the the people that you're not offended... Well, it's what I said in a very... No, but that's early- why people made, people made, like jokes about black people and all the white people laughed and none of the black people did like that's not okay no that's not okay if If you worked in the media you'd know you've just got to say something just got to say pakistani say jew or whatever and people think oh be be, be careful there oh be careful and it's this this sort of atmosphere of being ultra careful all the time which i think is harmful and i think it's you know you're going to university next year and I think if you know people are being shut down, yeah, just in case there's a certain amount no, of offence. No, but sometimes it is. It's like no. So like, um, do you remember those students at Durham Uni? You know where it's like you get the freshers to do something stupid. Oh, like an initiation. Yeah, like an initiation kind of. Oh well, that's so, different. No, no, no. Right? Listen, and so they would always get them to do like so. All the upper years would do like little bird peep and all the freshers would be sheep or like everyone would be farmers and all the freshers would be cows or something like that and so one year the rugby team decided it would be all the freshers and minors and all the upper years and margaret thatcher and it was like that is just not appropriate it's not funny and it's really offensive especially because you're in a mining town and it's just like posh kids thinking that they can get away with stuff like that 
and so the the university shut them down they said no you're not allowed to do that would you have said that they should have been allowed to get through with, with no go i think one, once you said the words rugby team i immediately thought no forget it anything that the rugby team is doing is going to be um, inappropriate so uh, i would say no, no but do you I know wouldn't. what i mean they shut it down because it was going to be offensive so but were you saying but I'm sure the rugby team found it really hilarious Mm. well the rugby team find they're sticking their bums out of the coach no but you know what I mean who is it funny to you can't make the argument of if it's funny it's okay because because white white supremacists I'm sure find the holocaust funny I wouldn't shut them down the the rugby team no not they didn't shut the rugby team down they said you're not allowed to do that that Mm. event you have to choose new costumes I would say no go ahead and do it what in Durham, it. in a mining town? Durham, not been a mining town. No, since, but where where lost exactly where a lot of people like lost their jobs. You know, we've I, all seen Billy Elliot. Yeah, we've seen Billy Elliot. So we know what happens it. when the mines shut down. Mm, well, that's a film. Yeah, when the mines shut down, they all take up ballet dancing. We know that. But <laughs> that's not the point. No, I would I would allow that. I you would have allowed them. Yeah. To dress like that. Yeah, why not? I don't think you can allow, allow everything just if some people find it funny. Then. You just can't do that. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Now, I've got a bit of a treat. As it's your birthday, Ruth, I have a bit of a treat for you. Because, you know, sometimes I mentioned that when I was at university, we had The Who, who played it in our uh, The Who are here? Ah! And, uh, the Who just walked in. And The Beach Boys. And oh, that, The and Beach Boys as well! Dad, it's too much! Yeah. So I sometimes mentioned that... Are The being, Beach Boys dead? Being around in... No. Uh, well, Dennis Wilson is, but uh, some of the others are still there. Brian Wilson, who is the main uh, the main Beach Boy. And, uh, still there. He's a bit of a beach man now. Not I've so seen the film. Uh, right. That's the film, in it? It was a film, Love and Mercy. It's good. It's very good. So, um, you know how I mentioned to you sometimes that uh, I, I saw The Who in the 60s and I saw The Beach Boys and was there when the, the first day that Sergeant Pepper was released and all that. And that must be sometimes you... Sorry, you think, I just fell asleep for a second. And sometimes there. you think to yourself, well, I wish I was around then. Well, 
I'd just like to point out, it wasn't all like that in the 60s. Uh, and, you know, if you look at the charts from 1967, you'll see alongside... Have you picked a really bad song this al- week? <laughs> alongside all the Beatles and the Who and that sort of stuff, there was also, like, Des O'Connor and Max Bygraves and horrendous novelty records and some which are probably racist and offensive. There was all sorts of stuff that you really wouldn't like. So what I've decided to do is go back to the Eurovision Song Contest of 1966. You know how much I love Eurovision? You do. So there I was sitting watching the Eurovision Song Contest of 1967 and uh, this came on. So this is the sort of thing that was alongside the Beatles and the Who and the Beach Boys. This was also going around in 1967. (laughs) Well, I'd like to play the whole thing for you. Uh, it was Therese Steinmetz. That. Oh, please turn. <laughs> That's Therese Steinmetz. And do you want to know what that was called? Um, Have a guess. Ding-a-dong or something? No, it was called Ring-ding-a-ding. Oh, Ring-ding-a-ding. Ding-a-dong, you think of a different song entirely. That was uh, Ring-ding-a-ding, which was in the original song test, 1967, as held in Vienna. And uh, do you want to know where Ring-a-ding-a-ding ended up in the Eurovision? You better not come first. No, it didn't. It ended fourteenth. Um, it's pretty good, though. Pretty set, good. Yeah. Of, well, no. Do you know how many entries? Now this is a uh, twenty-eight. Sixty-seven. Like no, seventeen. There was only oh, seventeen wow, entries. Great, it came fourteenth. <laughs> There's um, more than that now, isn't there? Oh, there's millions now. Well, no, no. I mean, who, who get through to the lies? Uh, do you want to know a bit more about uh, Theresa Steinmetz? Are you interested? Is it optional? I don't think it is. Go on. She won a, another contest, the Golden Stag Festival in Brazov, Romania, and she became a very popular singer there. She's Dutch, obviously. She's lived from. She's still with us. She was born in 1933, and she's still around. So she's 85 years old. Uh, she's lived for many years in the French Riviera city of Cannes, where she has become a successful painter and owns and runs an art gallery and workshop. I'm so very happy for her. Yeah. She's so done she's, well. Yeah. She's a, kid done good. The kid done good. She's no kid. She's 85 years old, living in Cannes and running a little art gallery. So there you are. That's the sweet. That's such uh, a nice place to live if you're 85, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Although a little bit too warm. She's going to be quite... I've got a picture of yeah, her. Yeah, but you can siesta, can't you? Grizzled. Right, what, what have you got for us? So I've got a song called We, that we like U-I, uh, although I think it's a play on words for being we like the noun, you mm. and I, um, by Jeremiah featuring T-Y dollar sign. I think about all the time, think you may need all of mine, hate to say you know the love is blind, I'm about to see, I close my eyes, they can see you in it all, most of them need dollar signs to make every day your birthday, and every night your valentine, but So, a bit of a tune that tell me uh, bit of a tune in it about Jeremiah. <laughs> um, so he is an American rap songwriter singer whatever um, and that is from his album Late Nights in two, from 2015 which is like a collab album with T.Y. Dollar Sign mm. the last three songs that I played have all got kind of like a hip hop R&B feel like a more kind of soft feel so hmm. 
he does have like a lot of followers and players and stuff mm. on Spotify. So I'm not really sure how mainstream he is, but I don't really hear that many people speaking about him. So hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> well, we're truly international this week, Ruth. We're in Iraq, Vietnam, and North Wales. So that's how <laughs> that's how international we are. Barry Roberts. Wales. Yeah, Barry. I'm Tom Jones. No, I'm Tom Jones. It's going to be very, 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 very gravelly, gravelly. Very gravelly if it's Tom Jones. That's very good, actually, you Thank you. So, uh, Barry Roberts, our first emailer, it uh, won't surprise you, he's the one that's from North Wales. <laughs> uh, Barry says, I've been intending to email you. I've been working my way through uh, all the podcasts from the very beginning. I'm up to episode 33. I don't know how you do that. I get so marathon. bored of myself. 33 now, he says, and I finally got my act together. He says, it's been interesting listening to the show develop and Ruth mature in her participation. So uh, well done, tribute to you. But also maturing my age, like 36 weeks, that's like, it's like eight months or something. More than half a year, As a 54-year-old crony, he's put in brackets, talk sport follower, um, without children, it's interesting to listen to the explanations of the latest words and trends. I always think that people must tune in and they must think, oh God, it'll be a lot about sport, this, and then there's just literally never anything about sport. He says, uh, I enjoy the music clips on both sides, but can't begin to understand what the fascination is with the Kardashians. Oh, we've got some Kardashian this week. And was yeah, glad that the subject ages. seems to be getting less each week. Uh, <laughs> Ruth is uh, obviously a very intelligent girl and has very strong opinions, even if they're sometimes proven wrong. What? I, I was glad when Martin stood up to her regarding the train toilet door argument. Oh no, I had people, yeah. <laughs> yes, you did. You had people who thought you were right. So that's, uh, the jury's still out on the toilet door. Uh, David Ailes says, um, hi to you both. I listen to your podcast here in Basra in Iraq. I, want, um, I thought he was going to be like mm. an Iraq native, but I doubt he is. David no, David Ailes, no, he's expat out in Basra in Iraq, um, possibly with the military, because I think we have a military presence there still. Uh, he says, very amusing, a good antidote to my Archers podcast, which is the other one he listens to. He says, now you'll have to explain <laughs> uh, the Archers to Ruth. No, no, I've listened to the Archers, because my sister, weirdly, she's like 26 or something, when she was listening to it, she's not old. And she really liked the archers. Just for a week yeah. or two, wasn't for it? Like, last, didn't no, last for like long. three weeks, she was absolutely obsessed with the archers. She'd bring it up all the time. She'd be like, this is what's happening on the archers. I just love listening to the archers. And then literally, not spoken about it <laughs> no, once since. Right. It was a bit of a crisp. And I loved uh, Ruth's comment about Vietnam. Is the war still on? That I'm was sure a joke. <laughs> and uh, Callum McCabe says, another enjoyable podcast. A big thanks to Ruth, as I'll be adding the capital of Hungary gag to my repertoire of dad jokes. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was a good one, that. It was, up the hammers, he says. And Darren McDougall, who we... <gasps> what a great name. Well, Darren McDougal. is McDougall. Do you know what McDougall's from? Fla- flower. They make flower, mm. McDougall's flower. Okay, so... The other thing that McDougal is from in Sex and the City, yeah. Charlotte's first husband is called McDougal. They're the McDougals, yeah, but then she breaks up with him. She yeah. they get divorced. He so. says, uh, "I was so excited because we read his email last week. So I was so excited. I played it to my wife, but she was a bit sceptical that it was my email you were reading. So, if possible, can you give us a name check? 
Darren and Van, it is there, in Vietnam. Secondly, a couple of corrections regards Vietnam. There is no North or South Vietnam these days, only Vietnam. Uh, he says, I think they made a couple of movies on the subject a few years back. However, I'm actually living in the southern part of the country in what used to be Saigon, which is now called... Saigon? Ha- I know that, because it's Saigon. Yeah, precisely. It used to be Saigon. It's now called Ho Chi Minh City. So that was my mistake. I thought Ho Chi Minh City was what used to be Hanoi, which was the capital of the north, and Saigon was the capital of the south. Hanoi's still the... Uh, he says, Pierce, it's a what? rocking place to uh, live. And rocking. Viet- it's a rocking place to live, <laughs> and Vietnam is becoming a bit of a tourist hotspot, which yeah, we know yeah, yeah. a lot of people go there. Uh, I, I think, see the Instagrams and stuff. Yeah, precisely. He says, Martin, your talk radio show, this is the one that's one till five in the morning, is now even more prime time here in Vietnam after the clock change in the UK. Oh, the don't even get me started oh, on the, the clock, clock change. change. Yeah. Chan Trong, he says, best regards, Bedster Hills now. Lovely. Uh, lovely. If you do want to get in touch with us, it's martinandruthpodcast at gmail.com. That's martinandruthpodcast, uh, all one word, obviously, at gmail.com. There was a sort of request there to have less of the Kardashians. And we have our And here's the Kardashian so, section. Here's the Kardashian thing, keeping up with the Kardashians. I mentioned this to you about Kendall Jenner's hair. Did, oh god did, i do know did, i know exactly what you're talking about sorry it, cultural appropriation cultural appropriation which she's been done about before has she yes well let's just explain not just kendall but the yeah. whole the whole team she's uh, 22 years old kendall jenner and star of the tv reality show keeping up with the kardashians uh she's in america so just for some background she's um like kim's half sister and kylie's sister so kylie jenner who does all the lip stuff her sister her sister she was in American Vogue. Her hair's caused a huge hoo-ha. She's also a model, like a Victoria's Secret model. And stuff. Yeah. Uh, but she had a bouffant hair, so it was, it was sort of, you know, wildly, almost like an afro. Although she said it was supposed to be romantic Edwardian-type uh, hair. How did, how did you just say Edwardian? Edwardian. Edwardian. That's the way history professors say it. Really? I would say Edwardian myself. But I've said Edwardian, which is the correct pronunciation, apparently. Yeah, but it's annoying, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, so, anyway, uh, she had this hair which was meant to be either Edwardian or Edwardian. Can I have a look at the picture? Yeah, of course you can. Yeah, I don't know. Because it is... It's beautiful. I sort of yeah, like Yeah, so she was done for, like, Afro. whitewashing the pop culture. So well, let's not go into this in great detail. No, no, OK, wait, hold on. Do you think she on. should be allowed to have a hair like an Afro like that? I don't think it is like an... If it's an Afro, then that is cultural appropriation and she shouldn't be allowed to do it because they've got enough models and beautiful women who have got actual Afros and there's no need to have Kendall Jenner on it. But I would argue that this is not. It looks sort of like um, like Mary Shelley esque, mm, you know, like Frankenstein. Yeah, so, I agree with you. It does look. So then I don't know. See, I used to have an afro years ago. In... Yeah, but you actually had an afro, Dad. That's not your fault. It was a Jufro, wasn't it? Jufro. Mm. The pictures of Dad are absolutely hilarious. <laughs> well, I'll put when I tweet it out. I'll put a little picture of me with an afro <laughs> on. There was an article in the New Yorker that was one of those massive. 10,000 words. Who's got things? time to read an article not me, in the not New Yorker? Me. Not me either. I subscribe to the New Yorker and I've got a, a growing, have you seen, I've got a growing mm. pile on my desk, but I just couldn't do all the no, reading. No, you can't do all the reading. It's ridiculous. I did read some of this article about Facebook. A lot of it was talking about how Facebook has like destroyed politics, essentially. Because of the clickbait sites that you put on Facebook, it tries to make you imagine that like, you've seen the whole story just from the link to the website and so people never click on the websites and never actually read the article so it's like 
your hairdresser cousin is 99% sure that Hillary Clinton may have personally murdered up to five FBI agents because they saw it on Facebook. I, I tell you what I, I find about Facebook is when there is, you know, you, you're just looking at, you know, so-and-so, uh, four of your friends have got a birthday today, including Ruth Kellner, and you look through it and then all of a sudden it crops up uh, some personality with some totally spurious story that's not true at all. No, no, and no. And basically it's a, it becomes an advert for something, for usually some cosmetic surgery or erectile dysfunction, all those sort of things. They lure you in. and Well, they don't lure me in anymore because I know... I just don't mentioned... use Facebook very much anymore at all. But if any story about a celebrity that crops up on Facebook... Is, is bullshit. It's basically a link to uh, cosmetic surgery or to erectile dysfunction or to payday loans, any of that stuff. It's not a story. If I see a story about a celebrity on Facebook and I've not already heard the story or seen yeah. it on Twitter, I know it's not true. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is... Uh, That's why, right, but you can't, you just can't trust it to get Facebook. I mean, But Nick, also, it Nick just oversimplifies stuff so much that you never will get the full story. That's why... It's important that Radio 4's podcast from the Today programme mm. is listened to by kids. Yeah. That's, that's why Radio 4's audience that is 54 no, I mean, years the old needs to go news that's on the TV is fine as well. But, like, do you know what I mean? The news that is on the TV is You sort of get an idea okay. from the TV. You get an idea of it, and but then you if you find something t- interesting, you, you need You don't need 10,000 words in the New Yorker. You can have... 250 words or get, 700 words in You do in get an unbelievable amount of detail that you just would not get if you do read these no. articles. Well, That's fine. What I'm saying. Go ahead That's and what, read it, it afterwards. Yeah. But read a newspaper first with 750-word no, articles. No, you can find information online. Like The Guardian, that's why it's so important that The Guardian keeps their it keeps their website open and free because you can read the entirety of the Guardian newspaper online. You don't have to buy a print newspaper. But people think they know stuff from not having much knowledge at all about it and it's really dangerous. Because then what happens is someone says, oh yeah, Hillary Clinton murdered five FBI agents. Then they say it's someone else and then all of a sudden Donald Trump's the president. Mm. Hillary Clinton didn't murder five FBI agents, did she? not that we know of. Not that we know of, good. Uh, Waitrose. Waitrose. Have you heard about Waitrose versus the vegans? Nope. Oh, now that is an interesting story. Somebody, a freelance journalist... I thought Waitrose was very much with the vegans. Well, you would have thought so. And so did Celine Nelson, who thought, I've got a great... She's a freelance journalist. She thought, I've got a great idea for an article. Waitrose have a magazine called Waitrose Food Magazine. And the editor is a guy called William Sitwell. Mm -hmm. And what happened is that Celine Nelson sent him a pitch for for an article and thought, this would be a good idea. Um, What about plant-based meals why don't we do a series on plant-based meals Mm -hmm. now he not only uh, rejected the idea and that's quite common if you're a freelance journalist you're pitching things all the time and people are saying well yes it's a good idea but it's not really for us that's what they normally say not really for us dad it sounds like you've been scarred he went uh, one step further than that William Sitwell he replied she said how about a series on plant-based meals he said how about a series on killing vegans one by one (laughs) (laughs) ways to trap them how to interrogate them properly expose their hypocrisy force feed them meat make them eat steak and drink red wine oh that's brilliant that is absolutely hilarious well it is hilarious what causes offense
causes offence, but it's hilarious. Different, different. Um, yeah, so he, he, that was his reply. That's so funny. Uh, what a guy. Mm. What an absolute legend. Well, you Who see, would have thought he, he'd been such a funny guy? Well, you, yes, you say that. St- so, stupid, funny. Yeah, well, he's, that's the problem these days. It is funny. You're right. It's hilarious. You, you immediately laughed out loud. You lolled at that. And uh, he would have. That would be the reaction he would expect. Unfortunately, um, she, <laughs> kill them one by one. <laughs> she went. She went to BuzzFeed News. Oh to this. no! This and, BuzzFeed News just is every, is the personification of everything that is wrong in modern media. Is it anyway? Well, she went to yeah. BuzzFeed News. She says, "I've written about many divisive topics like capital punishment and murder cases and domestic violence, and I've never had a response like that to any of my articles or pitches." And he's the editor. He's representing Waitrose, and he's talking about killing vegans one by one. Um, <laughs> that's the great thing. The thing about Waitrose is once jokes are being made about the brand, I think it's quite good. You know. Oh yeah, you always make jokes that are like him overheading waitrose yeah overheading waitrose sorry it's a bit waitrose or like oh all right waitrose do you know what i mean yes well people were saying that the uh, march against brexit the remainers march was six hundred thousand waitrose customers basically yeah yeah. so um or overheading waitrose quotations along the lines of daddy does lego have a silent t like merlot (laughs) 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 those things um, but anyway, he's he's also he's got into trouble as William Sitwell. Uh, but we'll we'll hope that somebody oh, like he'll Waitrose recover from that because it's so funny. Yeah, we hope so. Also, it's so it's, it's so clearly a joke because it's like kill them one by one. Do you know what I mean? That's yes, it for is comic clearly, effect. Uh, precisely, precisely. And you know there will be people, and, and I know I've seen it on on uh, Twitter and Facebook now. The people who think it's outrageous and he should lose his job. Really? Because uh, I think that he'll actually end up having the opposite effect of people who are just like what an absolute lad do you know what I mean <laughs> well possibly and it's, and it's refreshing that you're you're taking that attitude to him <laughs> so I've got two memes this week oh, because good. one is one is just a meme and then the other is about time which you know I've been worried about about how the clocks change back and I, I don't really understand it so this one is was talking to the Brazilian girl I work with she said she lives with 14 people I say haha there's a Brazilian of yours was quality was just me laughing she probably didn't get the joke but anyway have a meeting with HR soon must be about setting up a comedy <laughs> night <laughs> there's a Brazilian of you yeah haha <laughs> there's a Brazilian of yours was quality was just me laughing she probably didn't get the joke but anyway have a meeting with HR soon must be about setting up a comedy night very amusing and then my other one is this this is not really that funny but I like it if a baby's born at 1.59am and then its twin is born two minutes later but the clock, clocks went back so now it's 1.01am, which is older? Because the one born second will be older on paper but the one born first is actually two minutes older. That's, I, I don't know whether that's right or not. I've no idea whether that's right because uh, like, like the rest of the world completely uh, flummoxed by the uh, by the clock going back especially as I was I was actually on the wireless I was actually it's on It's ridiculous how the heck does it work Well let me let me just quote something to you I was on talk radio 1 till 1 till 5 a.m. okay on the actual night which was the uh, which was the Saturday yeah So there we are Saturday night the hour goes back So I'm on the air 1 till 5 
One till two, I do the first hour of my show, perfectly normal, the same as I would. And then at two o'clock, the hour goes back. So, where did the hour go? Yeah, where did that hour go? So I had to go, no. We, we where got did the hour come from? Where did it come from? It's just ridiculous. It I is just ridiculous. don't understand. You can't just make time, but then they do make time. Mm. I don't understand it at all. Well, my production team were trying to work out when we would do, because we do live calls from America where the hour didn't go back. So How can we have an extra hour and people don't across get it, yeah. the pond not have one? It's ridiculous. Well, anyway, th- this is my producer's. This was because I have a, a little WhatsApp group for the Martin Kellner show. Mark says, Hi, Holly. Mark, there's a different Mark, phone me earlier. He can do us at 2.30, brackets, the first 2.30. <laughs> Holly, we don't have 2 2 a.m.s. <laughs> we have two 1 a.m. hours. Um, don't worry about them, the Met Office then, Holly. It's the second 1.30 then, all sorted. Yes, he's booked in for the second 1.30, but I just received <laughs> an email saying, Can he do an hour after that? So, 2.30am, what would have been 3.30am? No, the original 2.30. I asked him to phone. And it went on like that for... Uh, so it is just confusing, is it oh not? Oh my God, I don't understand it at all. And we also, did you also say that thing that was like, if there was only 364 days in a year, the days would land, like, the days would land on the same day every would, year? Every year, yeah. Yeah, so March 23rd would always be a Monday. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But... There's actually 365 days in a year, and is it all applied by the government to sell calendars? <laughs> Very good, uh, and it's uh, it's going to carry on like that uh, for at least two years until we're all submerged under wa- underwater, and then mm. we won't have to worry about it. Two two more years, yeah. then we get submerged. If you want to hear our uh, tunes, what do you do? Go onto Spotify and search Martin and Ruth, and that'll go to our profile or search Ruthie me and my dad and that'll take straight to the playlist and our longer email address if you want to send us an email and we do love to get them it's uh, martin and ruth podcast at gmail.com martin and ruth podcast at gmail.com and that's it that's it thank you for listening hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince i'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with quince being 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands and they partner with factories that prioritize safe ethical and responsible manufacturing i love that Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.